0: When people get used to being overweight and low energy, we tend to adapt and we just think that's the way life is. And it, in change, you don't realize how it could be.
1: Oh, I was very well adapted and I was very convinced that this was okay. <laughs> I had the complacency all over the place. <laughs> like I was like, oh yeah, this is fine. And I called it body positivity, um, which is a lovely movement, but it shouldn't stop you from pursuing the thing, like pursuing good health and, uh, and doing so in a loving manner, right, like, you know, self, self-love and self-acceptance is, is all part of it.
2: You want to transform yourself and improve your life. You long to help people. You wish to become healthier, happier, and more successful. This show is your opportunity to learn how to use hypnosis to make your life better. Each week, hypnotist Robbie Spear Miller interviews people who have already changed their lives in amazing ways with hypnosis. These models can help you discover your path to making the most of your life. If you want to learn how hypnosis can help you reach your goals, this show is for you.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Robbie Spear Miller, the host of the Hypnosis Show podcast. This week, we are going to be meeting with two people who've come here to lose weight with hypnosis, and they're going to share with you their success. So I'm going to introduce Jillian Verworn, who is the director of Niagara Hypnosis. And then we have Ron McShane, who is a Qigong instructor. He's also from the Niagara area, and so they're going to just share with us what their experience has been losing weight with hypnosis and any wisdom that they can give you to help you with your weight loss journey. So welcome, Jill and Ron. Hi. Great to have you guys here.
3: Nice to be here.
0: Great. Great. So, so let's start with you, Jill. So, so tell us a little bit about um, when you first came here and you came here as a student to become a hypnotist. Now you have a clinic and you are a professional hypnotist. And one of the, the outcomes you had for yourself as a student was to lose some weight. We do require all the students who come here to learn to have some kind of real outcome that they can measure for themselves. This was one of the ones you chose. So talk a little bit about the situation you were in when you started and maybe some other efforts in the past that you had for a weight loss and and what happened as you started to learn hypnosis towards that goal
1: Oh man, it's been a very long journey. <laughs> um yeah, so when I think back to when I was starting, I started just I I had no idea that hypnosis was going to do everything that it has done for me. Um I had no idea that I was going to be able to lose weight or, um, at that time I was in, I had chronic pain. I had really awful sciatica for, uh, two years at that point and was taking pain medications every day. And, um, like to the point where actually I developed an ulcer from the pain medication. (laughs) It's just like, it was, it was a really horrible, um, place to be in. And, I I came across hypnosis and thought, huh, that might be an interesting thing to study. I didn't really see it as like a practical thing at the time. Um, and boy was I wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first like when I came as a student, uh, Robbie was like, Yeah, uh, you're going to need to have a goal here. And so when I thought about it, it was like, well, I've always wanted to lose weight. And that was kind of like that was going to be the magic trick that if this could actually work to help me lose weight after everything I'd tried. And uh I I I would have been at the time I didn't really think it was going to happen. Um, but then I started experiencing it and well got pregnant and, <laughs> and focused on a a healthy lifestyle instead. And and now like um after the pregnancy, I've lost 45 pounds. And it just kind of, I didn't realize how easy it was going to be really. Um, and the, like the pain went away as well. And like, I, I used hypnosis in conjunction with physiotherapy and I was doing physiotherapy before, but it kept kind of coming back. And hypnosis was kind of like that extra support I needed in order to get those actions done and not be dependent on pain medication in order to actually move forward.
0: Mm -hmm. So you had a lot of things that were motivating you to really do this.
1: I had a lot of motivations. Yeah. Uh, but I also just felt super stuck. Like I didn't, at the time I didn't really believe that hypnosis was going to be it. That was, it was actually going to be able to do everything that it has done. And, it's, it's kind of crazy to be here, at, like, you know, I'm going to say the middle of my journey, <laughs> because I feel like there's still so far to go. And now I see how far this can, this can go, right. Um, but to look back at where I started, it it's, it's a real trip.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember early on, you were doing some sabotaging things, probably because you didn't believe it would actually work. So you were, you were bluffing. Blood- Some things, some of it was fear of failure, right? Like if you got your hopes up that it would work and then it didn't, you were worried that, you know, getting your hopes dashed.
1: Oh yeah. Well, like I, like you, one of your, part of your question was like, what have I done before? Right. So I did a lot of things. I did a variety of um, like, not necessarily crash diets. Like I always had it in my head that I was doing something healthy for myself. Like I did the keto diet for, uh, a while I did, uh, intermittent fasting. I did, um, you know, things that have, that do have some good research backed up with it. And I was working with, with a doctor at the time, but, uh, I also, uh, did, yeah. So I worked with a doctor. (laughs) Um, I went to Weight Watchers. I did Weight Watchers for like three years and I gained weight through it. (laughs) It was so frustrating um and I was going to these meetings and you know saying I'm following it I swear I am and uh and like I I felt like almost shamed there in that in that particular scenario I think maybe I just had a maybe I had a bad group or something it's my experience doesn't seem to
0: match up with others
1: who've had success there but I had a terrible experience
0: well well really that that actually it reveals an important point, which is some of what you've learned with hypnosis was to have more of a sense of humor about yourself and to have permission to learn and permission to have ups and downs. And the reason you responded to that with shame was actually that was your thing, right? That was something That's true. You hadn't resolved that you, you, in your life, you, you were already very good at many things and a lot of things came naturally to you. So you didn't really have a context for learning where there, there was some, you know, ups and downs and some need for feedback or need to, you know, fall down and stand up and do it again and do it again and do it again. And that, that is the thing you learn through this and to, to be able to do that and, and accept yourself and, do it in a way that's not fearful, that's confidence. So that was a part of your growth that allowed this to happen.
1: Yeah, well, like, it's weird that how I I tended to compartmentalize different categories of my life. Like, um, yeah, like, I had a great growth mentality in certain areas. But when it came time to, like, take feedback, yeah, I had a real set mindset where it was like, oh no, this must be the way I am. And this must be who I am. And ah, this is the way it is. And I, I almost, yeah, I, I would dig my feet in and had kind of a, um, a resistance to change and, and to accept advice. Mm -hmm. So even though I was going to all these people,
0: (laughs) you want, you wanted to be the one to decide and you trusted whatever your version of the world was a lot.
1: Yeah, I did. I I had a. I did very much wanted to have the control. There was definitely a need to learn how to surrender, Um, especially like just letting it happen. Like hypnosis is is like there's a lot of practice in in just experiencing it. Kind of like when you go to the movies and you're sitting next to someone who's like, "Oh, that's not real. That wouldn't happen in real life." It's like just watch the movie. Just watch the movie.
0: <laughs> there's no need to break it apart. Mm-hmm yeah yeah and so as you have had this experience and you've discovered that it can be this new way then you see what's possible and it shows you that when people are struggling with weight loss often it's not about the weight itself it's you know their self-acceptance people's attitude towards learning something new um sometimes it's about stressful things going on in people's lives and how do they handle them in ways that are more resourceful because sometimes when people are under stress they resort to overeating or they're too exhausted so they sit on the couch instead of doing something physical
1: yeah it it's interesting how um weight loss is is rarely about weight, right like there's a lot of other things It's almost like an attitude like the the attitude of weight loss is I think probably the biggest change is just this idea that you can exercise like a child at play. You can have that feeling of fun and bringing it into your life and and being willing to accept and, and learn and, and take action. The taking action is
0: the biggest part. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's all, it really is a mood.
0: Yeah. And so if we're in fear or shame, it's kinda of hard to have fun and play be playful about it. And so it's shifting. Yeah. Shifting to that adventure and that fun. It goes a long way to make it realistic and doable and maintainable.
1: And yeah, exactly. And it it, it it's the difference between following a regimen and having a new life. Right? Like when you are having a good time and you know how to enjoy the things that are in your life and enjoy the food that's in your life and in the right amounts in the amounts that make you feel good. And you're able to take action and see change and see results like that is a whole new way of being. And that really is what can make you move forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So, so Ron, why don't you share with us some of your experience with hypnosis and weight loss?
3: One day I ended up in the general hospital in Hamilton with chest pains, and I was probably about 50 pounds overweight, and with my background as a martial artist, I've been a personal trainer, I've taught people nutrition, and yet here I was in this situation. And and I know how to lose weight, and but still couldn't. I was always on a, a roller coaster with weight. And sometimes it really fit, sometimes not. And then Robbie kind of taught me what I was doing wrong. And one of the things was I wasn't giving myself time for me. I was doing everything for everybody else, taking care of people instead of the person who really needed it the most was me. And, and it's not just the physical thing. It's not just what you're eating. It's how you mentally think about it, how you reaffirm how, what you need to be doing all the time, right? Because a lot of times I would get to the point where I was great, and then I went, okay, good, I'm done, and it would slide. And, but I didn't even know it. So it was pointed out to me. So it's so the mental thing what controls all of it, it controls whether you're going to work out, whether you're going to eat right and do all the right things. It all comes up from here. And and that was my missing part. And with the hypnosis was reaffirming all the time what I needed to do. And then since then, uh, I've been great. Lost that weight. I'm maintaining it. Actually, I got myself so fit, I I, I fought in the world championships for uh, men's martial arts. And I came second. So in a short amount of time. And it was just the mental aspect of everything. And it was just before the, our meeting today, I was up for a six-kilometer walk. I could have easily said, nah, I don't got time. I was busy. But no, my affirmation, told me I need and should go for a walk. And I had an apple as a snack. So those, that's the difference for me, was the mental aspect of it all and doing my hypnosis and reaffirming all the time what I should be doing and how I want to be. The Ron 2.0, as one of your students told me, be the Ron 2.0, right? I would feel what you want to be. See it. Feel it. But I have to reaffirm that all the time. Because if I don't, I know it will slide. And so for me, that was the difference maker.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you have the tools to help you to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk a little bit, Ron, about how, how stress was playing a role for you, because you had some stressful family things going on. So talk a little bit about how hypnosis helped you manage that better.
3: Well, I guess any, every, any and every family has some more stressful moments. Uh, I have grandchildren that I watch. You know, uh, with the whole pandemic thing, it, it's changed the whole dynamic of everything, Right. Um, but getting hold of your stress levels with hypnosis, meditation, all those types of things to calm and center yourself and make yourself more productive in a calmer way, instead of running around uh, with anxiety. And, and then what what happened was you, for me, I would eat. I would eat because that calmed me down. It was my thing right and you know when you become busy too it you tend to want to eat not healthy because it was just easy to drive up to the drive through Tim hortons grab a sandwich or some french fries or whatever right and it was easy that way and uh, before you know it you're big again so being less stressed changing my life in more positive ways and reaffirming that all the time as I, I don't do those things anymore. I will get something out of the fridge instead of driving out to get something. You know, the quick fix. Like I said before, I was kind of on this roller coaster. Highs, lows, highs, lows. And dealing with my mind, dealing with the stress of all that, I've really leveled out. And very calm. And it's funny, most people will say, wow, you're always... I never see you upset. I never see you uh, emotional. And then they go, well, it's not that it doesn't happen. It's that I know now how to deal with it. Right? I I deal with those things Mm -hmm. in a calming way. Right? So I don't get to have to emotionally eat. Right? And that was a huge thing for me. So... With the hypnosis and meditation and uh, and even just going for walks and physical activity has brought all the stress level down to a manageable level right and that level is constant mm-hmm. it's straight across it, it's not up and down up and down and then, so it's easy it's literally easier to deal with
1: it's kind of like the little voice that's the angel on your shoulder telling you what you need to be doing. It gets louder and the the little devil on your shoulder is quieter and you can just like put them away in a box behind you. And you can just do the things that lead to what you want. And you can focus on that, on that outcome. And when, when you're focused on the outcome and you're taking action towards it, all the little things that used to frustrate you or, um, in my case, I, I often used to like suppress the anger where I, I thought, you know, I, I didn't want to feel it at all. Um, but it's like, it can just go away. Um, and I can see the anger come and be like, oh yeah, I feel anger and, and kind of just deal with what needs to be done because the outcome is what matters. It's not those little details that might've gotten in the way in the,
0: in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're able to stay focused on what really matters.
1: Yeah, exactly. And when you're focusing on what matters, everything else just falls into line, emotions, attitudes, values, like when you're really prioritizing the thing that matters in your life and making it the top priority and like health, who knew Apparently everyone but me. (laughs) Who knew everyone but me that health was such a huge factor in everything. Like when you're feeling good and healthy and you can work out and you're getting that done and you're building muscle and feeling strong, like you feel like you can do anything. And there's that energy and it just pops you up out of bed and you're like excited for the day. And there's there's an emotional element that is attached to that and it's just a way of getting everything in line mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah so when people get used to being overweight and low energy we tend to adopt and we just think that's the way life is and in change you don't realize how it could be
1: Oh, I was very well adapted. And I was very convinced that this was okay. (laughs) I had the complacency all over the place. (laughs) Like, I was like, Oh, yeah, this is fine. And I called it body positivity. um, Which is a lovely movement, but it shouldn't stop you from pursuing the thing like pursuing good health and, uh, and doing so in a loving manner. Right? Like, you know, self self love and self acceptance is, is all part of it. Like, one of the first things you had me do is kind of a a six step reframe where you accept and thank the subconscious mind for helping you. And that's once you've accepted the behavior and say, yes, there is a positive intention for this, even if it might be wrong, but that positive intention is there, then you can start exploring creative ways to still keep that positive intention but do so in a way that is
0: also in line with your goals. Mm-hmm. So that that hadn't even occurred to you before. You just thought this is...
1: Not really. No, it was definitely a fight. There
0: was like a, why can't you get your shit together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your old way of doing things was you thought, if I just kick myself in the butt enough, then I'll get there. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. It's like, I just have to push harder. Yeah,
1: I'm just not working hard enough.
0: And you went in the other direction and said, oh, well, I'm just body positive and this is all okay. And neither of them actually yeah. helped you.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely would swing to extremes in thinking, um, extremes in thinking of like what to do, what the right method was. I mean, I I went from vegan to keto and like <laughs> I went um I did a lot of stuff. I did like, uh, the whole 30 diet. I did like, you know, com- completely cutting things out and then being like, screw it. I'm gaining weight anyways. Might as well eat everything. Like, it's just, it was not a, it was not a useful way of, of, of thinking. And, uh, and I felt so trapped in that. Like I, I didn't see a way out before I, I thought this was just the way it was, and a lot of people around me were experiencing similar things too, so I just thought this was the way it was, and this is just the way it is and people who are naturally slender are are lucky and they're the lucky minority, but it doesn't really make sense when you think about it in terms of like historically people aren't necessarily naturally obese like
0: <laughs> it's uh. It's a rare thing, actually. Yeah. Great. All right, Ron, is there anything else you want to share that you think would help people, help inspire them to make changes or any other examples that you think would be useful for them?
3: Yeah. You know, I was just listening to Jillian, and it was one of the things that uh, kind of come to mind is how we can make excuses not to do the right things. Like, oh, I'll start on Monday. Or I, I, the, the the good one I hear is I'm too old to worry about it. No, I, I I've done triathlons and I had people in their 80s right next to me. It's like, well, look at these guys. It wasn't an excuse for them, right? And and it's easy to make an excuse not to do what you should do, right? Ah, eh, man, I just watched TV today. sort of going for my walk or run or going to the gym or going to play tennis or something, some kind of activity, right? Or making the right thing. Uh, It's just easy to order the pizza. Let's do that. They're just excuses, right? Instead of doing the right thing. But you got to get your head straight to do that. So that was just my one thing that came up. Don't make excuses. Do the right thing.
0: Yeah. And what both of you are describing is what Fritz Perls called top dog, underdog thinking, right? So there's a party that wants to go to the gym. There's another part that wants to sit on the couch. And when, when Jill was talking about the angel and the devil, right, that there's that struggle. And whenever that fight is happening, you lose every time, right? The devil wins every time because it's, you're trying to use willpower to do it. And or kicking yourself in the butt to do it. And the subconscious will win every time you try to do that, which is really where the power of hypnosis comes from because we help you make one decision. It's like an umbrella decision over your life and you have this clarity and then agreeing to help yourself look at life and value what helps you get there. And so when we make those changes in the subconscious, it's a lot easier to keep on because there's no fight. It's just, this is how you're living. And then you're learning how to simply agree with what helps you do that. And it makes it easier for you to do that.
3: Yeah. For me, it, and from what other people have told me, surrounding yourself in the right environment is a big one. Because if you belong to the chicken wing eaters of America, what are your likelihood of, Losing weight, not very good, right? But if you were in the Weight Watchers lifestyle of America and hang around with those people, you're more likely to have some success, right? And, of course, the hypnosis was the huge thing for me. Like I said, I knew how to do all those things. I just did my mind wasn't in the right place. It, it didn't know what it should be doing. And now we've straightened that out, it, life is better. And I do. I, I, I try and pattern myself against people that I know who are fit and Epoch work. And I try and piggyback and learn from these people more. And, and actually putting in a time slot for my workouts, for eating right, like it was going to work. I, I would make, like, schedule that time. For those things, if you don't make that goal, you don't make that schedule. It's most likely not going to happen. So those are just things that I've learned.
1: Yeah, I I am totally on board with you, Ron, with that. Uh, like, if what you're doing is not working, find someone who's doing it well. Right, that modeling is such a huge part, and like just. What what are they doing? What are their actions? What are their attitudes and values and and learning from them and being open to that and realizing you don't have to be the one to come up with all the answers. Because nobody's born with all the answers anyways.
0: And also not believing that the answers are rational, because both of you guys knew. Okay, oh, yeah. right? But you were, you, you you can read about it online everywhere in any magazine. It's not like there's a shortage of information, but this is really about getting your subconscious on board, emotionally connecting in a way that helps you having the other parts of your life being more resourceful about them so that it's easier to be able to stick to your plan. So it's, it comes at things from a very different angle than just understanding
1: just that no nonsense aspect to it. it. It it seemed to just understand that there was a goal here and it didn't beat around the bush. And there was, there was a lot of focus towards an outcome. And that was really the most important part. And it, it was different from other hypnosis that I'd seen where it was kind of like, oh, well, let's go into the past and explore your childhood. And, you know, and, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of that, but it's, it's more in a, a big picture way where we look at patterns and what needs to change now in order to get you to the future that you want. And I really appreciated that. I felt like there was a lot of dignity in it. And uh, like, it was something that, and also just to see all of the people that had succeeded before but while by using this method and this is now the method that i use with my own clients and it's just it's really exciting to see that hey this actually works it works for me it works for others and like when i started passing that on and seeing it working for other people it was just it was like the magic was happening all over again
0: Yeah. And you're, you're being an excellent role model for your clients and other people in your life by doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the other thing, Jill, that you're describing there is that here, you didn't get away with your old magic tricks, because you used to have magic tricks.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I had magic tricks for pretending things were changing, but well, but I had no like, actual outside evidence of change. In fact, I had quite the opposite and was trying to convince myself it was good That's enough. That's right. And
0: nobody was holding you accountable or giving you feedback so you could see they were magic tricks because for you, they were just like the way it is. and that, that- Or if they did, I pushed them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. How dare you say that? <laughs> yeah.
1: How dare you? <laughs> so insulting. Uh, but you told me what I needed to hear in a very loving way. And that... That makes a difference
0: too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. I think that this will help a lot of people. So for anybody who's interested in using hypnosis to lose weight and or interested in, in learning to be a hypnotist, whether it's to help yourself or your family or friends or doing this professionally like Jill is, um, you can go to hypnosistrainingcanada.com. We have lots of free resources there for you and more info about training. And if you're ready to have the live experience, you can set up a time to meet with me one-on-one for your admissions consultation. Thank you both. If anybody's in the Niagara area, you can go see Jill at Hypnosis Niagara. And uh, she's holding up her business card there.
1: My website is hypnosis.niagara.clinic if you just type that into the bar you 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 get my
0: website awesome all right well thank you guys. keep going and enjoy it and i will talk to you soon wonderful thank
1: you for having us
0: yeah my pleasure thanks for coming bye
1: bye
0: We lost Ron at the end there. You can reach Ron at Ron's Qigong Pay It Forward group on Facebook where you can take free online Qigong classes. Many people feel stuck replaying the past over and over again. Hypnosis can help you forgive and let go so that you are free to create the future you really want. Join us next week to learn more about how the ancient Hawaiian spiritual healing process, Ho'oponopono, can help you. And find out more about hypnosis training for your success at hypnosistrainingcanada.com. You will find some great resources and free giveaways, and you can also book your free admissions consultation there. Remember to click the button subscribe, share the podcast with a friend, and please leave us a review so you can help others benefit from the podcast too. Until next
2: week. You've been listening to The Hypnosis Show with Robbie Spear-Miller. Tune in next time to learn more about how you can change your life with hypnosis. And if you are interested in learning more about training opportunities, go to hypnosistrainingcanada.com and schedule a free consultation.